Oh. Okay. Ah. ah. Sorry, I'm just yawning a lot. <laughs> That's fine. Also, okay, so I am recording. If you ever think of something that you want to be cut out, just like I learned this online. But if you think of I, something you want to get yes. cut out, just clap, okay? I, uh, buddy, I know all the tricks of the trade. Calm down. <laughs> Do you want you to know, candy? Yeah. Yeah, we can. I was, like, searching through. I think I've got all of the ones I really like. Because D&D Beyond has, like, 40 pages of magic items. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've got all the ones that, like, specifically speak to me. Can I talk mm -hmm. about homebrew items? Um, are they ones that you made? No. They're just ones that I've played oh, in well, games okay. with. Yeah, sure. Hmm. That sounds cool. Uh, nah, I won't. That's fine. And we can do the XP to level 3 thing. You know. You know. No? What What do we do? X, like, like, this is... What, this are, is what do they do? I, well, they have videos that are like, these are my favorite magic items from the game. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. I think I've got everything that like really speaks to me. Oh, no, I missed those. Oh, wait, no, I have those right there. Never mind. <laughs> I got nervous. It's okay. okay. Do you want me to go first? Oh, I don't have any, so I'll see if you oh. talk about some inspiring okay. to think of some. Well, I guess the first ones that really come to mind are, like, the wings of flying and the boots of flying. Oh, well, um, purely <laughs> what? Nothing. Keep going. Uh, purely just because, like, le like, all right. So let me like set the scene. The idea of, let's say, you have this party of like six, and they're all level six. So it's like a pretty buff, strong party. Uh, and one party member dies, right? Mm -hmm. Another new, like a new character showing up that can fly is so sick, especially if none of the party has any, like, ability to do that already. It's just, like, another plane that you get to be on, and it's really cool. Um, I feel like namely, also, like... Being kind of specific there? I, I mean, I've done that before. Yeah, I think it's yeah, awesome. You know, party of level 6, one of them dying? Yeah, I've done that before. It's cool. Um, <laughs> but some of the, like, they have li uh, limitations on them as well. Um, like the boots of flying have a limitation. They're kind of cool. Uh, What's the limitation? Yeah, it's like blah blah blah. You use it for a certain amount of time, and then oh. it, you like it takes like you can't use it after that certain amount of time until it recharges. Yeah, I think the um, I think the the wings of flying are actually the same way. I believe they are. You can um, use them for an hour at a time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you get a fucking you get a D twelve, D twelve of you get a, like you get them after a D twelve of hours. Okay. Um, yeah, I I just really like them. I think they're quite enjoyable. They mm -hmm. provide a whole new like level of gameplay as well. Mm -hmm. Um, make you really fast. A lot of very fun builds come from being fast. Mm. What's the like? What's the what speed are we looking at? Um, 60 for the wings, which is, whew, uh, uh, it's quick. 
uh, especially in like D&D terms because most things have like a speed of 30 feet so they like run 30 feet away from you or if they dash they get 60 feet and then it's like okay well I'm there hi and then you you know your barbarian obliterates them because they can fly now you know kind of insane <laughs> um, I do have another one oh, that I really I, like I think the wait just out of curiosity what's like the um what's the what um level what's it called like are the are wings of flying like legendary very rare oh they're actually they're, they're just rare the boots of uh, the boots of flying are like i don't think they're i think the boots of flying are the same if not less mm. the boots of flying are uncommon um so like most of the time what i've seen dms do and what i've done myself is like hey party you can have for this one shot you can have two uncommon items and one rare item blah 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 the boots of flying you get those for freezies basically because they're so like they're like uncommon they're not like very they're not super rare so mm-hmm. kind of cool yeah that's interesting yeah. It's funny because, yeah. like, the reason I ask is I'm thinking about the cloak of invisibility, which has a similar mechanic with the recharge. Yeah. Which you use them for two hours, and then you have to wait. You have to not use them for an uninterrupted period of twelve hours before they regain oh. the power of use. <laughs> is it always twelve? It's always twelve. Oh and my god! So in order to you use the you use it for two hours. And then you have to wait a full 24 hours of uninterrupted use before they're fully recharged, oh. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's, that's yeah, a lot. It's fine for combat, because combat is never more than, like, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. But if you're doing any sort of investigatory work... It just runs out very quickly. Yeah, but it's also, like, invisibility, which, you know. And these are legendary. Yeah, and invisibility, especially in combat as well, yeah, is super helpful. Especially greater invisibility. Yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting way of, like, compensating for that balance-wise. I was talking about this the other day. Um, Advantage is freaking insane. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. having advantage on attacks makes you so much better. Yeah. Which is why a lot of times, whenever I make a character that's made to be strong in combat, I just try to find a way to give them advantage on things. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes why I don't like the optional flanking. More likely to hit. Yeah. It, it, it's why I don't like the optional flanking rule. Mm-hmm. Basically, if someone stands in front of a monster and then you stand behind them, <laughs> you get advantage. I think that's silly. Because <laughs> that, that you're always going to be able to find a way to make that happen. And then you just obliterate this monster. Maybe I like am biased because I play with like stronger parties, but like, dang. Yeah, I can see that. Because yeah. like, think it's to like, your D and D experience. Oh, it's sorry. Never please. That hard to be on like because it's never that hard to have a flanking situation because um, no, almost inevitably you're gonna have at least two party members right up close to it if you have like a melee. Yeah, I guess sometimes you don't, but like, yeah, like I said, maybe we're biased, but like, maybe. seems yeah. easy to make happen. Especially if you have like a larger party, like, you know, yeah, five or six people. 
but it's also the sort of thing something I realized like think think about your D&D experience how much damage would you consider a lot in one turn I think it depends on the I mean of course it depends on like the level right yeah oh. say like level 10 or better yet level like 14 level 14 um what's super impressive I mean I'm like I'm biased of course <laughs> but I mean I'd say like I'd say, like, for, like, a lot of damage, I'd say is anywhere between, like, the 40 to, like, 80 range. Right. Okay. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. If not, you know. The reason I say that is because, like, I don't know. I've just seen, like, a lot of damage. Because, you know, you see, like, Twitter threads that are like, I just did 937 damage in one turn. It's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But why, though? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Um, it's just like I don't think that there need to be easier ways to get better in D anD D. That like I I guess that's why it's an optional rule. Um, a little bit but... off topic. I've always said it's really funny when people brag about how much damage they did in their specific D anD D game. Okay, listen, I like talking about how much damage I do because I'm and awesome this like is that. This a different situation. Like within a group, you can be like, guys, look how much damage I did. But I feel like if you go on like Twitter or something, and you're like, not to brag or anything, but I just did 937 damage in one of my turns. It's like you're probably playing in a homebrew campaign, and you probably have like. X number of magic items, however many are not yeah. real. It's like, <laughs> I guess. Anyone can, anyone can I... be like, yeah, I'm gonna give you the gauntlet of punching really hard and 937 <laughs> damage a turn. And it's like, guys, I just did 937 damage. <laughs> you get like this, you get the star platinum star platinum <laughs> fists and you can just go obliterate people. Um, you know, it's, I actually, it's funny. <laughs> I kind of feel the opposite. Most of the time, I'd rather not look at the rest of my group and go, guys, look how look how insanely strong I am. I'd much rather go to Twitter and be like, guys, look how strong I am. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's different based on the... I mean, I guess the way I'm thinking about it is less like, guys, look at all this min-maxing I did to create like this very strong D&D character mm-hmm. compared to like... Guys, I just played D and D, and I saved the princess. Not to brag or anything. It's like, <laughs> congratulations, dude! Like, good job, pal. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, I get it. Like, I feel like if I bragged about like Ginny being able to stab things for a lot of damage, it would be kind of counterintuitive because it's like the game that I'm playing. You know, I'm allowed to stack crimson rights, and I have. You know, I'm allowed to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to not use the normal rules. Like, if you're playing yeah. Adventures League or something where everything is extremely, like, streamlined. And, like, but also, if you're playing Adventurers League, stop min-maxing. <laughs> because that's awful. Like, I've played Adventure League for a very long time. <laughs> the idea of, like, walking into my local, like, game shop with, like, my super paladin that nukes something for 7,000 damage. <laughs> it's like, that was stupid. Because I made this fight for these seven other strangers, as well as you. Not just you. Like, it's like, oh, that's no good, you know? Also, usually when I see someone who's like, yeah, I just did 500 damage in a turn, I'm usually like, my first thought is like, no, you didn't. (laughs) Like, you can't. I really like, no. (laughs) I, like, 
I just don't think you did. I think <laughs> like some rules got mixed up. No, here. it's I'm possible. Sure. It's I'm just sure not it's necessary. Possible. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> Unless you're fighting the Tarask, which you're not. <laughs> like you don't need that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you don't. I, I guess if it's like, it's like going into a video game. And hitting a boss so hard that they immediately fall into their second phase. It's like, why the fuck? That seems stupid. Like, I don't need to, like, donk this boss so badly that they, you know, revert to their second form. Guys, let's just have fun with it. Just have fun with it, guys. Mm -hmm. It's oh just not necessary. I forgot to mute my Discord notifications. <laughs> Haha. No, Imagine that. No. I'm no. Not friends. Fuck. <laughs> it's um, okay. It's okay. On another note, I really like the pipe of smoke smoke monsters. What is the pipe of smoke monsters? It's the silly little like pipe that you can like like a pipe, like a smoking pipe, uh, that you can use and when you blow out the smoke they turn into little monsters. Oh my god, that's so cute. Is there, like, we we've seen them like it it has like a thing. It's not in a stat no, but it has like a it has like a it's a common like magic item it's literally for it doesn't do anything else but that it's just like kind of fun and silly That's um so you've seen it once or twice like in games that we've played together mm -hmm. um yeah i think in some new book that got new art or maybe i'm just tripping and it's had art for a really long time it might have i i don't know but it now it's like this picture i'm seeing now on dnd beyond is this nice little like dragon it's all like porcelain white and it's like I, it looks real neat and I like it a lot I think it's very silly is that the is that the like pipe is it shaped like a dragon yeah 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 it's a very fun little picture of it's a dragon adorable. yeah I think it's kind of fun well cause it's also like I don't know something about a magic item that's magic purely for the reason of existing like you don't need this item anywhere it's just fun flavor for the weird angry old man that you're about to roleplay as you know I love that stuff so much. Like, picture the difference between, like, uh, the general slams his knife into the table in stress, swicks back his sweaty hair, and <laughs> takes a puff out of his pipe, blowing the smoke into the wind. Or uh, the general stabs his knife into the table, quaffs back his sweaty hair, and takes a breath out of his dragon-shaped pipe, breathing out frog hemoths into the night sky. It's like, that's cool. <laughs> like, like, isn't that nice? Keep the like, yourself <laughs> uh great monster great monster no i can't agree i'm sorry <laughs> what do you mean they're objectively <laughs> awesome anything with hemoth in the name is automatically cool you know okay <laughs> yeah um i am so the monsters, the little smoke monsters, don't have like a practical application. They just exist for a moment, and then they don't. They just like they're smoke. They're just smoke shaped like monsters. Oh, okay, I see. So it's smoke specifically. Wait, did you think it oozed actual monsters? No, I thought that would be kind of neat. Like, what if it was something like that, but it made like tiny little fire elementals? That would be cool. That just sounds much stronger than this yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I was <laughs> Yeah. But especially um, if you use them in like a homunculi kind of sense, like go do my bidding, little like fire creature. 
That's actually super fun. I really like that idea. Mm -hmm. The idea of someone sitting on their throne, smoking out of their pipe, and they punch <laughs> and then fucking, uh, I don't know, little smoke creatures come on out, it start like rattling around. It seems very, like, Disney villain, you know? Oh, it so is very Disney. Yeah, that's so, like, yeah, it's very true. Um... <laughs> that or it reminds me of like old like Popeye-esque cartoons where they like perfectly blow shapes and rings and stuff like actual oh, magicians um that sort of stuff is always very fun to me so goofy speaking so goofy. of which Popeye I want to make a funny like one shot magic item that when a monk punches somebody and they kill them, they explode into their base components. <laughs> I, I don't know how familiar... I don't know how familiar you are with Popeye, but there are times where he punches people. <laughs> like, honestly, sometimes in quite racist depictions, he, like, oh. punches people and they turn into really racist bits of their, like, base components. I'm not gonna name anything, but like you know. So well, okay. Can you like um? So okay, I'm a monk. I'm wearing this magic item. I just punched a goblin to death. What does it turn into? Like uh, green food coloring. Uh, just like a slab of meat, like ham. Um, <laughs> and, and then like a very small knife. Oh my gosh. The little guy. That's so. That's so goofy shit like that yeah it would be a lot like that uh, and you could get really funny and creative with what you get out of it which I think could be really silly mm -hmm. and I think yeah. it could have some practical application to it <laughs> and you could make it sound a lot more serious like the like the like you're this weird crazy artificer guy with the pipe of smoke monsters is working away <laughs> and he gives you like the fucking I don't know like the de dematerialization gloves it's like oh wow um you know your fortune three gauntlet of monk punches <laughs> just a minecraft enchantment oh my gosh I'm so sorry I have to talk about this right now mm -hmm. uh on the in the Xbox game reveal like award like game reveal stuff that just happened Minecraft had a world premiere Minecraft Legends is a thing it's just a new, like, Minecraft game, and I'm very excited for it. Anyway. That sounds fun. Yeah, I just love it... love Minecraft. It sounds like it's, like, the, um, what's it called? You know that one server that was gonna do, like, a big RPG Minecraft-style thing? No, but that sounds and... awesome. But then they never did. <laughs> I'll oh. remember the name eventually. Yeah. Um, anyhow. Yeah, Hike of, Pipe of Smoke Monsters. That's awesome. Um, I love it. When you mentioned Popeye, I thought you were going to say, like, a special kind of, like, spinach magic item or something. <laughs> like a healing potion that really, how, I mean, ridiculously strong, right? <laughs> Popeye has used spinach to, like, re-exist himself. Like, he got wiped from reality, and he, <laughs> his nothing ate spinach, and then he re-materialized in reality. Is this actually part of the lore? Yes, Popeye has done this. There was a bit where he got like erased from like the comic strip, and then his nothing 
ate spinach and then he showed back up he's like punched the comic strip apart before he's like uh, he's crazy yeah that's wonderful Ooh. I want to make a spinach magic item now. You should, you should do that. Uh, I always a you know challenge for another day. I've had this thing in my mind for ages that I've always wanted to do is make like a menu full of magic item food, and I think that would be super fun for like. You've talked about this before. Yeah, I think that's kind of sick. Like, like, um, you know, like the idea of like this very elite, um cafe or like restaurant where all of the stuff you can buy has some sort of magical pro or even like a little mom and pops place that no one knows about but they're also doing magic stuff yeah i super agree uh especially because it's just a more interesting way of flavoring like funny potions Mm -hmm. theoretically you could accomplish the same thing just one's more fun Mm -hmm. i've also um I forget where I read it. I think I found a dedicated list of like a, a hundred D and D food items that are made out of monster parts. Oh yeah, but it was that's like, so silly. It was like you know, like beholder eye stew or something like that. Okay, well let's put the brakes on it right now. Okay. <laughs> you cannot kill a beholder. I don't care what adventurer you are. I don't care what you're doing. What you're up to. Beholders, like, make new monsters by dreaming. Like, I, uh, listen, I don't know what devil magic you pulled out to get rid of a beholder. No. Nope. You can't do it. I'm convinced. What? But beholders spawn death kisses by dreaming about bleeding. Yeah, but when you... I'll admit, it doesn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) They should probably be a much higher CR. I guess, I yeah, yeah, whatever. Like generally accessible monsters to make your final boss or whatever. Why didn't Monsters of the Multiverse give us a better Beholder? That would have been sick. I'm sure you could find one. Find like I No, there totally are like CR 26 Beholders people have made. Lore accurate Beholders, CR 30 Invincible Gods. Um, true. Which, you know, I don't need that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what if you do? <laughs> Shoot, I guess you're right. Maybe someday I will. <laughs> if that's the case, I'll make my own beholder with infinite HP and infinite monster spawning capabilities. <laughs> it's like when people make monster stat blocks for the DM. <laughs> but I mean, what I was kind of going with it, I've always been a fan of systems within D&D games where the party goes out and fetches something and brings it back to a guy and then the guy can turn it into something useful. Yeah. I feel like it makes like combats and stuff and finding new monsters extra exciting. Absolutely. You know, if I brought this thing's like flesh home, what could I turn it into? Like, That's something I really enjoyed with like um, the way artificers work. But it's kind of backwards because in like the Xanathar in Xanathar's guide there's like a table or like there's a like section that talks about like creating magic items and how like to create a magic item depending on its rarity you'll need like a certain like you'll need like the scales of a red dragon or like the hide of a yeti or something like that and um but you need that and some money but normally you'd pick the item you want to make and then go out based on the item you want to make what's the reverse of like 
we killed a uh uh um uh i don't know like a dragon turtle and we took a shell <laughs> like what can you make out of that you know like what like gm what do i make that's what i'm thinking of like because you take it home and then like the mom and pop's magical item diner um turns it into, like, <laughs> magic item diner gives you some sort of like giant buff when you drink it's so like um like legend of zelda um yeah breath of the wildy breath of the wild um yeah it actually very much is <laughs> i love that stuff i mean i'm trying to it's do a also thing. oh I'm sorry i do a similar thing in my game right with having kavagon have to go out and like find well i mean anyone can do it obviously but right now kavagon's going out and finding some like sick metal component to make right some... yeah i had a magic item that i want to get commissioned but i think it's really strong and I don't think you'd hesitate to give it to me, so I don't want to ask for it yet. So okay. I'm waiting. Okay. Uh, I want to commission someone to make... This is literally a fantasy I've always had in any D&D game ever, even when I'm not playing a druid, and I, that we just have one in the party. I'm like, what if you got armor that wild-shaped with you? Like... Mm. Holy shit. Because it's like, just a lot of the balance to druid is a uh, so wild funny. shape having low AC. It's so funny. You know? Funny. Well, because it's the sort of thing where it's like, it wild shape is insane. It makes me think of, like, um, Ark with all the armored dinosaurs. It's so sweet. <laughs> Ark 2 came out as well. That was Arc in the showcase. Ark 2, it had, uh, I think it had Vin Diesel mo-capping for Ark 2. It was really Excuse silly. Me. I don't know. I don't think it was actually mo-capping because it was like, no, no. It was in trailer footage. The guy just looked a lot like Vin Diesel. It was really <laughs> funny. Um, and all I could look at it when I saw it was just Fast and the Furious. That's so um, funny. No, it was very fun. The trailer looked like actual trash. It looked really bad, oh, no. but that's because it was in-game footage. Yeah. It had like a, it had like a really low frame rate. How are you going to improve upon Ark, though, is my question. Like, are you going to add more dinosaurs? Most, they're probably going to add more stuff, I assume. Also, just making the game look better and run better. Yeah, that's fair. Because you, you know how before Ark had, like, weird, like, manly men running around with, like, giant bodily proportions? <laughs> I think they're going to... I think they're ditching that for more realistic human beings, no. um, which <laughs> I'm thankful for. Thank the Lord. I'm just I. Yes. I'm a little disappointed. Do you remember what our arc characters looked like? <laughs> I remember playing an arc character that was like really short and extremely wide. Like, like had trouble fitting in between some things wide. Um. So anyway, Magic Mom and Pop Shop is very fun. No, shut up. No. Because the... No, that's so strong, though. Yeah, it is. I mean... Like, you'd have to figure out some way to balance it. Like, if it would be, like, a a baseline AC all the time, or if it would be, like, a certain... I was going to say... AC. I imagine it would be a trade-off. Particularly, I imagine it would be, like, 14 AC. That would make my, as a player, like, as a character, like, PC AC go down. I'd, like, lose 2 AC. 
Um, and then, like, the wolf, like, the dire wolf would lose AC. Like, a few monsters that actually have a higher AC would lose that. But some of them would keep and, and like, get better from that. I don't know. I feel like it would be... See, that like, I like the idea of that as a trade-off, but at the same time, I can't understand why some, like, why wearing armor in any case would make you lose AC. I actually, <laughs> you're so right, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Because <laughs> I'm like, because, like, my AC comes from decks, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It's just um, like, a super uncomfortable ton of armor on Super Sunday. heavy armor that actually is not very helpful. Um, it's just one big helmet. That's really hard to see through. Um, no. Uh, I don't know. We'd have to think about it. It would be a whole challenge. But it's like really... like. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No. I like, the... <laughs> I like the idea of some sort of, like, mage armor type of thing where it's not necessarily physical armor that changes. Yeah. Like a magical effect. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. My issue with it is I can't think of many ways that it wouldn't be, like, busted. I'm getting to the point, I'm considering multi-classing into, like, Monk, one level, just to add my Wisdom to all my AC. <laughs> like, because in a few levels, that's going to be a plus five to all of my beast shapes, plus five AC, that's good. Oh Wait, really? Does that work for world shapes? Yeah, because you, um, you keep your class features. That is crazy. So that's oh, why you can, like, rage and then wild shape. Well, because ultimately, most of the time, being a barbarian is just more helpful. Yeah, Because the trade-off here is I just get a higher AC. That's it. That's all I would get. Um, but, like, with the barbarian, you get a bit higher AC because your beast shapes have a better con and you use the con of your wild shape. And then uh, you also get rage, which halves damage and so on. Whatever. You get the point. Okay. But we've gone over it. Oh, yeah. And after playing the character for a while, I don't really think Barbarian fits that well. At least not yet. Or not right now. Um, Plus we also... I guess we have one. <laughs> That's the thing. That's also a reason why I don't want to. Because we already have both of those classes in the party. And Sana's already really strong as a moon druid. I don't need to be doing that. Like, I can live. It's just, I hate it when you're like, oh, okay. Does an 11 hit? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> the problem with beasts. Because that's the difference between, like, my super strong paladin with a 24 AC and then, like, <laughs> my druid with an 11 AC. It's like, oh, darn. But no, she's plenty strong. strange train of thought because I was like, how can I connect this back to magic items? What? So, <laughs> I was thinking about the fact that Sana can sometimes cast very limited spells in her like in her wild shape form um, yeah because of the ability she has normally beasts cannot cast spells of course uh not at higher level not until higher levels yeah um i was trying to think like what if what about a magic item that is like some sort of single or like um what's the word like charge based magic uh, magic item that casts spells specifically for a beast to use and that yeah. you're thinking of like oh my god what's it called you know those like 
bomb pigeons that people made during like World War One. <laughs> no. Where they just, like, strapped a bomb to a pigeon. That's no. dumb. What is that? Oh, that doesn't exist. Really no, bats. it doesn't. What? No, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Bat bombs. No, I don't wanna. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but I'm thinking about like. Oh. The what super is this? <laughs> no. The super evil. Oh, what? <laughs> no! This is awful. <laughs> but but what about that? But like you you just give like a like a like a wolf fireball and then send them at the party. Have them run away. Uh, um, <laughs> as an artificer, you can make. Or better yet, here's an easier one that's more accessible. As a, um, like, sorcerer, or, like, I don't know, even, like, a lore bard, in all honesty. As, like, a sorcerer, if you have a familiar or some, like, creature, um, you can cast uh, Dragon's Breath on them. I'm sure there's an easier way to get a familiar and Dragon's Breath. But even though familiars can't attack, as confirmed by Jeremy Crawford, um, Dragon's Breath action to use the spell Dragon's Breath is not attacking or casting a spell. It is just its own separate action. So you could have your companion flying around shooting fire out of its mouth and then like flying away, which is kind of insane. That's fun. I like that. Right? I'm trying to think of other ways you could utilize animals for your disgusting spell casting design. Like, um, what about like a messenger pigeon, but it's actually literally just like a pigeon with message? <laughs> with the spell message. <laughs> with the spell message. Well, I guess then that you could would just be very silly. Religion. But like you know, you know what I mean. Something like that, where you can utilize animals to, like. So I'm trying to think what that would look like. Like, I have this vision of like, just like a big orb, with pure spell energy in it, and then when, and like a dog like running around carrying this giant spell orb in its mouth. Big spell ball, blowing shit yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. That could be fun. I'm all over that. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> like a war zone, and you have like a little dog running around with some spell ball. Oh, with like the dog. It's oh my god. It's like those dogs that like, have you know those dogs that went that go to like avalanche sites with little tubs of whiskey around their neck, and they go and find. Yeah. You get a little dog with an orb that can cast Healing Word and runs it's around so barking at people. Yeah. <laughs> there oh you go. God. That's perfect. It's beautiful. You know how we started talking about official real magic items? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes? Ugh. Well, it's okay. I feel like remarkably um, invigorated. In regards to magic yeah. items. Oh. There's so much you can do. Just like the concept of like... Yeah, there's just a lot. Item. I mean, my favorite thing to do is just make like... Especially early game, just make like highly specific magic items. Yeah. Like, um... You you know the, the ring of magical resistance resistance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That literally has like two charges and you can use it to ignore someone's magic resistance for a turn. It's also stuff you can like build around really easily because you make this fun little magic item and then like you know its powers and weaknesses and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
especially if we get like later in a game and you're fighting some sort of enemy that does have a magical resistance and then you're like wait now i can use this and like stack it with some other things Mm -hmm. like you know yeah i think mainly the trap that people fall in a lot is making this fun little magic item and knowing it exists and then just not letting the players use it ever Mm. (laughs) like um per se when a party gets i don't know a bunch of cool magic weapons and then it happens to be that all the big scary bad guys are immune are like immune to nod silver's weapons so all of them because we haven't gotten any silvered weapons (laughs) um stuff like that causes an issue obviously uh when you're in the middle of the frozen tundra kind of difficult i see i see um, when you're trying to save the world from the Demogorgon, shit's hard to get, you know? Like, not easy. That's um, I should keep in mind in more D&D campaigns, like if we're going to kill some major boss, just, just on an offhand. Silver your weapon. Silver your weapon. Yeah. Maybe just in case, you know, if we're fighting some vampires, maybe I'll carry a wooden stake around. Just a wooden stake? That's not a real thing. That's not a, is it, that a D&D? It actually is. Vampires, I don't know if they take extra damage or they instantly die. If you stab a wooden stake into a vampire's heart, they, like, get obliterated. Oh my god, I want to try that. Yeah. Pretty sure it's, like, in the vampire weaknesses thing. Oh, On, like, their stat blocks. Yeah, it's quite neat. It's, like, well-known that stakes... I mean, it's not metagame. I guess it depends. I don't know. You aren't going to fight any vampires anytime soon. (laughs) I mean, are you? Oh, Oh, wait, yeah, we're gonna fight an army of them, like, next session. I forgot. Anyway. (laughs) Well, because I thought about it, and I was like, every time we ran into them, them being a vampire never comes up. We just beat them up. We just hit them. Like, we we don't try anything, we just beat the shit out of them. Um, Like, that one lady summoned, like, hellhounds, and we just hit them. Like, we didn't try anything. We just beat them up. I want a magic item that's just, like home of this monster and it just tells you everything <laughs> this monster you could need to know. That would be neat. That'd be fun. Oh my god. The in Dungeons and Dragons monster manual? That's what I mean, yeah. Wouldn't that be so silly if there was a um like a little like shop that sold real D D stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like it's like Volo it's like, decides oh, to actually monster. sell Volo guides to monsters. I know, that's so fun. Like imagine like someone who's like you can come here to read, t- like, tales of old adventurers, and it's just, like, Storm King's Thunder, or, like... <laughs> um, no, we, um... We, in... Uh, I played Tomb of Annihilation. Um, during the game, we met Volo, like, the guy. <laughs> like, CR one half. Very disappointing. <laughs> um, but he... We, like, got the book. We never used it. Or at least I never used it. I think we might have once or twice, but I never used it. Um, but we got the book. It was pretty neat. It's so fun. But yeah, no. I think it could... Yeah, I just think it could always be useful to have, like... It doesn't necessarily even have to be a magic item, but just, like, some sort of thing that's like, oh, you're going to fight a horde... Like, fight a horde of zombies? Here's some fun info about zombies, because I feel like that never comes up in-game. Like, we're never, like, yeah. oh, we have to fight a Hydra. Maybe we should do some research about what a Hydra is like. Right? Oh my god, we literally never do. Then again, 
most of the time, monsters just roll up on you. You never actually have a chance to know that they're gonna, like, attack you. Mm -hmm. They just kind of show like, up. You know, in my game, when we're going to go fight a bunch of constructs, it could be fun to, like... I wonder what constructs will die to, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, there's that. And when we knew there were, like, cultists planning the Day of Ascension, we were like, huh. I wonder if they're gonna summon a demon. What's good at killing demons? Like, we just <laughs> never, like, made an effort to think about that. We just, like, went along and tried to kill it. You know, constructs actually are vulnerable to any damage created by a wrench. Oh, I'm gonna buy such a big wrench <laughs> and give it to Adriel so he can go beat people up with a wrench. <laughs> All damage done with a wrench. Slashing wrench damage. What um, may, what is it even a wrench anymore if it slashes? No, no, it it wouldn't do slashing damage. It would be like it would be like um like Jester's big lollipop spiritual weapon. It literally just like bonk. Oh yeah, donk. Donk. <laughs> That's me. I do that. Let's go. Let's go. Bro, um, can I let you in on a little secret right now? My stomach hurts so bad. Oh no. I was gonna ask I if don't you know to why. Wrapping things up. Yeah, it just started hurting me. Oh, no. Don't know why. Very upsetting. It was the um minor downside of the magic item you just got. Yep, that was the curse. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Never accept good. cursed items. Actually always accept cursed items. Yeah, it makes the game more fun. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Alright. Um so any, any parting words about magic items? Um, like I said, always accept cursed items. Oh, uh, don't be afraid to try to don't be afraid to try and make them. That's important. Always try to make magic items before you get them because why not? Who knows? Maybe your game will like it. Um, mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to use them. Yeah. You got the staff of power. Expend all them charges. Shoot the lasers. Do it. Um, you uh, make less magic items that require attunement, because you can only have three of those at a time. Facts! That's very true, actually. Um, and I want more attunement slots. Give me a magic item that lets me attune more magic items. How's that? Ooh. Like a magical, um, power adapter. You know? A magical extension cord. Yeah, there you go. Sick. 